Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast, the second episode of the week, which means if you didn't see the first one, make sure you go listen to it now. I think it was episode 113, I can't remember, what does it matter? And it's the number two of the week, as I just said. Thank you to everyone that listens, thank you to everybody that downloads me each and every week, you're all heroes. And of course, thank you to everyone at patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller 316, who makes this possible. If you didn't support me on that platform, I wouldn't be able to do this. So from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate it. And what's really cool, as you know, if you listen all the time, is the Friday episode of the podcast, that's today, we always get a Patreon on. And the cool thing now is not only are we getting new Patreons on, which I love, but we're also getting returning guests, which is cool, because my man Dan is back today. Dan, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great, Simon. Thanks. Good. Oh, dude, it's, it's lovely to hear your voice again, man. We're like old friends. <laughs> Coming back together over the magic of the internet. Of course. Now, the first question I have to ask for you, again, I think the episode we did with Dan, if you'd like to get more of his uh, uh, pro wrestling story, it was around about two months ago, top of my head. I'm not very good with stuff like that. I think that's right. Yeah, it's about that. Yeah. It's about that. So you can go there. So what we're going to do, in case you're wondering, well, where's Simon's normal questions about how this person watched wrestling? It's out there. We don't need to go over again. But what we do need to talk about is obviously the big question, Dan. How exhausted are you from this week in pro wrestling, which I, well, I, well, I should say WWE, really because uh, what i kind of thought of this morning in fact when i was just thinking about everything we've been and i did a prediction video for survivor series so obviously that was on my mind i think i mean obviously it sucks that becky lynch got injured i think we can all agree with that but in terms of being yeah. a fan and going on these wild roller coasters i think these weeks are the best like you know, if it had turned out that becky lynch's injury was i mean i'm not saying it's not bad i'm not downplaying it but if she had to retire then it would suck but as we know she's going to get better and other rumors that we're going to talk about during this podcast i quite like it i get a kick about it it makes everything a little bit fun yeah i think um i think it's kind of a blessing in disguise if you if you want to look at it that way uh it being what i've heard uh, rumor wise and i think uh i think going into it uh for sure uh ronda rousey was going to win and I thought even after Monday, it's like, oh, maybe they're not going to do that because it was just so amazing that that kind of final uh, that final uh, segment of Raw was just unbelievable. It was off the charts. So, uh, yeah, this is a little bit of a blessing in disguise. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing what she does in the future. But hopefully, she gets better soon so yeah that's the main thing obviously you know broken noses and concussions are terrible obviously but they are things that you can recover from and that's you know i would never wish injury on anybody of course i wouldn't i'm not a crazy person but the yeah the exciting thing about it is and i actually did a video about this for what culture which kind of touches on that uh on on that very thing is that you're right i think ronda rousey was a shoe-in to win this and I understand why, you know, no matter what you think about her, she has had a very explosive start to her WWE career. You know, she's over with the fans. She's, she's certainly got a following already, as makes sense. She was a celebrity coming into, into the wrestling world. But she, I, I, as hot as Becky Lynch was, I, saw, I thought they saw it as a 2018, oh, isn't this good that we stumbled across this? But, you know, we can look at... Eventually, we want to get to Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. But now, this one thing that nobody saw coming apparently has shifted gears entirely. Obviously, we're getting Charlotte versus 
uh, Ronda Rousey on Sunday. And then, which is why, if you haven't seen, Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch have gone in each other pretty hard on Twitter. I mean, they're not holding back at all because Ronda Rousey and Vince McMahon made the decision, yes, we are going to, at the moment, obviously plans change all the time, but at the moment, we are going to build to WrestleMania 35 with a potential main event. That's right, the first women's main event in WrestleMania history between Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. And if that isn't grabbing the brass ring and having a little bit of luck along the way, even though it doesn't necessarily seem like luck, well, I think that's massive, especially when you remember a year ago, Becky Lynch was basically a wrestler where most fans went, why don't they do more with her? It would be nice if they did. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, she was kind of the, the the generic baby face on the on the women's side, and and now she's just really jumped up there. It's um, I I don't like the comparisons to Stone Cold, but I will make the comparison to the Attitude Era, uh, in the sense that I want to see what Becky's going to do next. I'm excited to to kind of watch the next show to see what she's going to do next, and I haven't felt that way in quite a while, and with. With any of the stars, There's, there hasn't been anybody like a, she's must watch right now, and it's uh, it's really amazing to to build that to WrestleMania and to have a, a women's main event that is going to draw. That's that's going to be a lot of fun. And you yeah, just very interesting. You just hit the nail on the head there as well. The best thing about it is that it deserves to be the main event. At the moment, yeah. if, it, if we can continue this momentum, I don't mean that in a disparaging way, but you know, I'd much rather we put something in the main event spot because it deserves it, as opposed to, well, we'll just do it because we feel like that's the right thing to do. Like, I think that's insulting to everybody. Like, right. it, it deserves, to, at the moment, if they can continue this momentum on, there is no other match I'd want to see above that one, and therefore it is the main event. It's the reason I'm turning into the show, so it deserves to be there. Um, and yeah, I, I'll, I'll be the first to say it, it's long overdue, you know, women uh, main eventing something like WrestleMania. It's frankly quite ridiculous that it took so long, especially when you look at other sports like tennis uh, or even MMA. But hey, you know, better late than never, but better never late. And that's yeah. what excites me the most. It's almost like lightning has been captured in a bottle. And as you mentioned, I do want to talk to you about that as well, because I agree with you. I don't really understand the comparisons from St- to Stone Cold Steve Austin, other than she's a bit of a badass. Well, Samoa Joe's a bit of a badass. You know, it's like... I don't. I understand that she walks around and she's cocky and she doesn't care about anybody. But that could also, again, that could also be Samoa Joe. Uh, the, I also I don't like that comparison because I think it's unfair to what she's doing. You know, I I, I feel like she feels she certainly feels like an Astrid era character. You're a hundred percent right there. But I feel like she's doing it in her own way, and that's why I think it works. I don't think it's an homage. I'm not saying that anybody else is saying this, but I don't see it as an homage or someone trying to you know, replicate what Stone Cold Steve Austin did. She was just given a character, not given a character, but given a storyline and told this is the direction we're headed in. You know, do the best of it what you could. And I think if she was just trying to, to do what he did, and no one's always going off on a bit of a tan- tangent here, I just don't think it would have worked. I, think, I, I just think it feels real. I think that's why we like it. A, we like Becky Lynch anyway. She's got our sympathy. Therefore, she's already in, in the baby Facebooks. But because, again, because she's unpredictable, because she's very vocal on Twitter, which is a, you know, a viable means to get yourself over in 2018, as we know, as a wrestler, that's what makes it exciting. And you're right. If I want to tune in to see what she's going to do, and that's why I think the injury really helps, especially with the whole stuff with Nia Jax, that you've got a built-in feud there as well. All of a sudden, I want to tune into Raw. I want to tune into SmackDown because maybe she does turn up on Raw to sort of take a pop at Nia. She's obviously going to be on SmackDown. That's her show. So fine. And, and that's why I think coupled with everything with Daniel Bryan, it's been perfect. I have so many questions I need answering. And that's what good TV is. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. And, and she's, uh, yeah, she's, she's building her own character. 
and I, I get the comparisons, but it's it's her own character, and we we really need to not do the comparison because you're, you're right. It's it's not fair to her. It's not fair to people who are watching who don't uh, remember Stone Cold because it, it's been like 15 years since Stone Cold's been on TV in any any regular capacity. There's a whole new group of fans out there, and she's she's her own person. I I I love the gimmick of I'm the man. Uh, I know that there there are people who are detractors who say, oh, why is she compares herself to men? But she's not. I don't think so. I think she's just kind of using it as a vernacular for I'm the best. Like I'm I'm at the top of the hill right now. Yeah, I, that, I don't get yeah. that bit. So, so I just want to, before, yeah. before we go on, that, that's the only thing I don't understand. People seem, because I've seen that as well, and I got really confused. At first I thought, oh, it's just a couple of idiots. There's a lot of idiots. Because uh, idiots is unfair. People that seem to be misguided, but... The whole point is she beat Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair's dad used to go around saying to beat the man. So she took it on as a cool nickname. And that's what always happens in wrestling. And the reason it works is because she's a woman. Like, that's the cool twist. You know, if, yeah. if um, say, Batista had beaten Ric Flair and he walked around and started saying, I'm the man, you're like, okay, well, that's, that doesn't have the same gravitas and weight because you are a man. The whole reason Becky Lynch has been so clever with it is because she's not physically a man. And that's why it's cool. It's like she took ownership of that because she beat Charlotte Flair. And that's why it's so cool. It's one of those wrestling things that would only work within wrestling. And she's embraced it so much. I just think, honestly, her overall character right now, and I think this is another reason we like it so much, it's just flawless. Like, it's an absolutely yeah. flawless. It's believable. She's keeping it up on Twitter. We'll talk about the hug in a minute. I'll let you finish your sentence uh, when I interrupted you. Yeah. But even then, I think there's reasons to it. So, yeah, I, 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 the whole man thing I thought was very confusing. Yeah, and, and I've got some thoughts on the hug. So I, I get the hug. Uh, the one thing that I think they can play off of in any direction is she says something to Charlotte and you can't really hear what she said. And they can play that any way they want after the fact. It could be her saying something like dastardly, like yeah, I, I put you in this match because I know Ronda Rousey's going to kick your ass and I want to see you get beat up. And Or it could be a friendly thing, it, like they could play it any way they want. So, so to me, the the hug is I I get where where people are saying, oh, like these were they were in a blood feud like two weeks ago, and now they're they're hugging it out. Uh, but you could play that any way you want with the um, with the little words that were whispered in the ear. So, yeah, and the other thing is, well, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, let's say that right. miraculously Becky Lynch is good to go now. You know, I know she's not, but for hypothetical sake. What if she comes out on Survivor Series and kicks both their asses? What if, in two we- what if in two weeks when she is cleared, she comes out of SmackDown and beats up Charlotte and goes, ha, 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 you shouldn't have trusted my hug. Like, I think I get that people are reacting to it, which you should do. You should absolutely react to it. Right. But these people that go, what a waste of time. Well, it, it, okay, admittedly, it may not happen. And then we can have the conversation. I personally, as I said, on ups and downs, didn't mind it, didn't bother me as much as it did other people. But we don't know what she's going to do with it. Like, we don't know what. It could be a trick. Like the time that Austin, I think I swear Austin did one time, um, you know, pretended to like Vince McMahon and then was beating him up. Like, do you know what I mean? It may just be a yeah. ruse. I don't know. But I, even if it's not, I'll be the, I'm not going to try and pretend otherwise. It just didn't bother me. It just didn't. Like, given how much the parameters had changed, I could kind of understand why she would have hugged her old mate in a, in a, in a sign of emotion. And I, again, I put my hands up. Maybe I'm reading too, too much into it. But that is what I took away from it. Yeah, it, it it could be um, could be also they're on the same team, uh, so they're they're showing a little bit of unity for the rest of the group that was out there as well. So it it, it could be along that lines 
uh, too. So it, it, like I said, they could play it a whole bunch of different ways. You kind of have to let these things play out to see. And that's the weird thing about wrestling is, is sometimes it's hard to react on what they did today because you don't know how good today was until maybe three weeks from now. Maybe it was bad. Maybe it was good. And we'll you kind of go a little bit backwards and you got to reminisce a little bit sometimes on these things. So yeah, I think, I, uh, I think you can so. play with that in one way or the other. Yeah, yeah I, and I also think for me, when you do, you know, have a curveball thrown at you so suddenly, I think it's, I think you're allowed to give WWE some leeway. Like, I, I, I really, really do. Like, I understand that may sound ridiculous, but that's just how I feel about it. I don't. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I just think you can just kind of turn a turn a blind eye to some of these things, and I get it. Maybe that's unfair. Maybe I'm being way too lenient towards them, but it really didn't bother me. I just thought it tied into the yeah. story nicely. I really did. I thought it was a nice moment, uh, and given that I don't know what's going to happen in the next ten to, to fourteen days, it's difficult for me to criticize. Anyway, right. That's just yeah, that I story. So uh, but I am excited about it. I think Ronda Rousey, again, I did the predictions video for Survivors of What Culture, probably up either today or tomorrow, so keep an eye out for that. But yeah, my, my most, uh, the, the match I was looking forward to the most was absolutely Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte, because I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to come up with a plan on the fly. WWE are usually very good at coming up with plans on the fly in the sense of, um, you know, coming up with interesting ideas rather i think basically i think w's better when their backs up against the wall that's when i think yeah. they're, i think they're at their best so that excites me as well but anyway yeah, transitioning off of that obviously we also have daniel sure. bryan versus brock lesnar and i just think those two again i know i'm repeating myself i think wwe has really captured lightning in a bottle with, with those two uh, with those two things i think it's absolutely the right decision in a way it makes me really respect wwe which is not something we say all uh, or from a storyline angle which is not something we talk about a lot because they looked at smackdown and don't forget the rumor is the daniel bryan stuff was decided over the weekend so it was not in response to becky lynch i think that's really important because i think they deserve some credit here they looked at smackdown and went you know what we need to change things up and they're absolutely right they they do and they should do that on raw too they, you know, SmackDown this week was the most exciting it's been in ages. And just as a pointless stat, but I do think it underlines there's some truth to it. It's the first time in ages that ups and downs for SmackDown had more people watching it than ups and downs for Raw. Which I know that's not, that's not an overall amazing stat to throw out there. But it goes to show there was interest in it. And that's all because WWE decided to throw a spanner in the works. And I know one of them was unplanned, but still they ran with it. And they made it, you know, they made it into the best case scenario. So now I really hope this serves as some kind of catalyst i guess to allow them to just have a bit more fun with the product i like, don't go crazy don't do what wcw did and start throwing the belt around like it doesn't mean anything but give me yeah. something to talk about that i've been more excited to do these podcasts this week because i thought i don't even need to plan we can just talk and talk and talk forever because there's so much to discuss yeah oh yeah for sure and with the yeah the daniel bryan thing kind of caught me out of uh out of left field i wasn't expecting that at all uh I thought they were just going to have a match and because they built up the whole AJ thing uh, with Brock Lesnar, with Paul Heyman there. And the, that whole thing was built up over the last couple of weeks. And, and then all of a sudden they just flipped it on its head. And it, it's kind of exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. I think we know what's going to happen ultimately, but, uh, but that should be a, a pretty good match uh, regardless. What do you think is going to happen? Just quickly, what do you think is going to happen? Brock Lesnar is going to win that match. See, I disagree with you, my friend. Now, I understand that makes me sound crazy. But when I sat down again this morning to, to weave my thoughts for my predictions, 
I just think it makes so much like because the thing is Brock Lesnar doesn't need to be kept strong anymore in terms of wins and losses because he's had his big loss against Roman Reigns. That's why we kept him strong, right? And I think I think given that Daniel Bryan just won the championship and given that he just went heel and given the fact that Braun Strowman can easily come out and interfere, I think you can have that and you can have Daniel Bryan actually pick up a pinfall over Brock Lesnar. I can see it happening. I think it cements that Daniel Bryan character so well. And if he does it after Braun Strowman has absolutely demolished him, it doesn't affect Brock Lesnar at all. Paul Heyman can come out and roar, you know, say how terrible it is. I've, I've, I'll be wrong now. And on Monday or Sunday night when I'm watching, I'll be like, damn it, Dan was right. But I've now convinced <laughs> myself this is what WWE is going to do. It, that would be interesting. Um, yeah, it, I mean, they've been unpredictable this week, so that would be something to be unpredictable. They, they've kind of kept Braun pretty strong, uh, even outside of Roman. So, uh, yeah, so that, that's why I, I kind of figured it, it was with the AJ and, and uh, uh, Lesnar match originally. I thought, oh, I'm going to watch this again. It's going to be a good match, but AJ's going to lie down again like he did last year. That's going to kind of suck you'd, you'd like to see the guy who's been the champ for over a year kind of get that big win that would have helped them a lot but they've kind of flipped that all on its head and then you've got this now this new heel turn you generally don't want to have the the new heel turn have a loss like through four days later or whatever it is so that's uh yeah i i, I would like to see them do what what you're uh, what you're suggesting uh and then with a heel daniel bryan it doesn't look as bad when Braun comes in and, and it kind of helps him win the match uh, versus a face. AJ Styles had the same thing happen. It doesn't look as good on, on AJ when you don't, I mean, the baby face likes to get the clean win. It just, it just feels better. It looks better. Yeah. I so, agree. Yeah. No, I think so. What do you think? How's, yeah. how's your expectation for survivor series now? I mean, I, I was actually quite looking forward to it because I always think they can have fun on those shows. Cause it within 24 hours, the whole thing is irrelevant. Because, yeah. you know, it's Survivor Series, it's Raw versus SmackDown, and these people don't meet again. But I absolutely think, after all the shifts, I think I'm more excited for this pay-per-view than anything else this year, even more so than WrestleMania. Outside of the fact it was WrestleMania, from a, a match-to-match stamp, well, no, I think some of the matches are awful, to be fair. Basically, because of the last two matches, I really, really am looking forward to watching it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, more more a, for a pure wrestling show than, uh, than things going forward storyline-wise. Uh, especially like the five on five matches, those those are going to be good. They're just they just end up being good matches, but they really don't mean anything. Uh, there's like no like one team win like whether Raw wins or SmackDown wins, it doesn't matter. They're not like there's nothing at stake overall. So as far as bringing that emotion in, it's it's not really there. But the the matches themselves should be really good. Uh, it, which leads me to if. Okay, Simon, if you're the captain of Team SmackDown, how do you not pick Randy Orton? <laughs> Dude, I don't understand any of the Survivor Series stuff. As soon as I saw Jimmy and Jay Uso just throwing T-shirts at people that aren't oh. even allowed to be on the show, <laughs> I was like, I don't think I have to care about the Survivor Series matches this year. Like, if WWE doesn't give a shit, why should I? Um, yeah. It was so well, weird. Yeah, those guys, those guys are all down in the... Uh, in the uh, storage area where the uh, where Spinal Tap was, we're trying to come out to the to the stage in Cleveland. That's that's where those guys are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was like that, man. Do you remember when Jericho did that in WCW? It was so good. Yeah. So it's my favorite Jericho moment. Yeah. So I, I, you're right though. Like. If it's meant to be Raw versus SmackDown, but I don't mind if Randy Orton refuses to be on the team, but he wasn't even asked. 
Like it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't even us. Like I, I think it's weird. Like who's on the SmackDown? Honestly, man, it's so hard to. There's so many people in Survivor Series matches. So hard to remember. But the SmackDown yeah. team is Jeff Hardy, Miz, uh, Rey Mysterio. Uh, who else is the other two people that now I can't remember, and I really should be able to remember. Yeah. Who the, uh, Shane McMahon. Shaft Cole. But how can I forget the best in the world? Who's the fifth guy? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, and this is this, this is because I've watched too much wrestling this yeah. week, and I, I I I've broken my brain. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up now. No, not 2016 Google. I don't care about Survivor Series no. 2016. Uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Joe. Man, how I, I like to point out as a man that loves Samoa Joe, that kind of sums out the poor job WWE's done with him. But yeah, out, yeah. Of, those, out of those five people, how does? No, I don't mean to be horrible. The way I look at it, I understand the Miz being on the team. It ties into the story. Certainly looks like they're going to turn him face. Don't know how I feel about that. But, you know, yeah. uh, you know, we'll see. I actually don't mind Shane McMahon being on that team because I think if they are turning him heel as well, I actually think, again, it works. So if you're heading somewhere, regardless whether I like it or not, well, you've got your own stories to tell. So you shouldn't stop. That's the thing we hate the most, right? We like continuity. Rey Mysterio... To me, actually, would have been better off in a one-on-one match. He's just gone back, but again, he's star power. Samoa Joe, I'm fine with. It's Jeff Hardy that I would have replaced. Because Randy Orton beat Jeff Hardy at Hell in a Cell, then whooped his ass again. Why would you go with a guy that lost? You know, from yeah, a storyline perspective. And, and Randy Orton also is, like, uh, the one of the best records in Survivor Series-type matches. He, I, from a captain's, if I want to win, I'm going to, hey, give me that guy who always wins. I'll, I'll take that guy. Yeah. It's... it's uh, yeah, it was. It's kind of weird. I guess it, Randy Orton's going to do something on the show. It looks like he's, or maybe he attacks somebody before the show gets added. But he seems yeah, to be just yeah. RKOing RK, RK people at, at random here and there. So I, I think he'll he'll step in at some point. I have a feeling that um, I, I think Team Raw is going to win this simply because I think there's just more stories to tell. And, 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 and what I did as well is I went through all my predictions and I realized that SmackDown is going to win more matches than Raw. Therefore, the Raw can win the big match, but SmackDown technically won the war because, you know, I think I had it down like they win four to three or something like that. Because obviously Buddy Murphy yeah. versus Mustafa Ali doesn't count. They're not on Raw or SmackDown. So in that sense, I think, but also I think when you look at it from a Braun Strowman point of view, I want him to win to carry on that storyline with Stephanie. I thought it was actually quite good. It made some sense. Then you've got the push yeah. of Drew McIntyre. I don't want to see Drew McIntyre get pinned at this stage. I think that would be the worst thing that could happen. Uh, the rest of the guys in it, you know, Bobby Lashley um, and, uh, oh my gosh, why can't I remember anybody that's in stupid? Uh, Bobby Lashley and Finn Balor, you know, I don't mean to be horrible. And Dolph. They are, they are, you, you know, they're not, I don't want to diss them too, but in terms of how WWE's treating them, they are surplus to requirements. If they lose, nobody cares. If they win, few, nobody's going to care. And, yeah. and really, I've got this funny feeling, like you say, I think you're right about Randy Orton. And I can also see Shane McMahon doing something stupid to cost his team. Because, again, that can underline where we're, where we're heading with all of this. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it's stuff like that and the other. I mean, I, I'm not really excited for any of the Survivor Series matches. I'm really not. I, again, we already mentioned the tag team one, which was a joke. Um, and again, again it, 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 it's the same with the women's one as well, right? Are they just not... That they treated it with so much meh who cares on TV that it's actually seeped through to how I feel about it. Right. And, and I think um, it, it's they've only been building this for two weeks as well. So, so they haven't been able to kind of play it over a long time. So Crown Jewel kind of got in the way of, of the build to Survivor Series. It's, it's a big four pay-per-view and they spent two weeks on it. So it's kinda, they, they've kind of undercut their own product a little bit. 
on uh, on being able to build these matches to something. They're they're already matches that ultimately don't matter. So you'd like to build it up to something that's like where there's some emotion involved. And that's what to go back to Becky Ronda. That one was the one that match I was excited about because they really had the good heat between each other, and they were it was like this is beyond just SmackDown Raw. This is two people who who have a have a dislike for each other that are going to just go and fight. So. And that's kind of what you want to see. I think you're right. I think that's such an important thing to note as well. Maybe that's the reason we're buying into it so much too. It's because it's actually a feud where we can believe in it. You can believe in this feud. You can actually believe these two hate each other. Uh, and I know everyone's seen... Uh, just to, to double back around quickly, I know a lot of people have seen the... Actually, I'll ask you, Dan. Have you seen all the social media stuff uh, between Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey? Uh, no, I actually don't don't follow them on uh, on Twitter. So well, I have, I've only seen like what some people have highlighted yes yeah, so i haven't seen like uh, i haven't followed all the back and forth that i probably should now <laughs> well i mean if you want to get more into the storyline i would certainly yeah definitely take a look at their accounts here and there because basically yeah. becky lynch is now absolutely laying into the fact that uh you know ronda rousey had that you know stutter in mma and apparently again at first i was like is this is this real <laughs> but of course it's not you know ronda rousey's just very smart and understands pro wrestling but it does help it no end because again i have ammunition and i have enough evidence to think wow this has got to be the real deal um and i, I think that is missing and I, i'm the first to understand why you shouldn't have to be in character we've talked about this a thousand times but look it's already a hard enough life i don't look, would i prefer it as a fan if everybody stayed in character on social media of course i would but i'm absolutely not going to be the guy who, you know, says, oh, no, you must be in character all the time, because I imagine sometimes they don't want to do that. Uh, so, you know, and I get it. I get it, but I'm just trying to look at the humanistic side. However, when you do do it, it absolutely works. And again, I can't remember. The last feud I think I actually cared about this much, or at least believed there was some genuine beef, was when CM Punk was involved, and he would just go around talking as if he was just talking. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah, it's probably been, it's probably been that long. Since uh, since there's been something this uh, this heated between people yeah, that you're I, really excited about, yeah, and and also I, to me, and again, I don't mean to, I, I, this doesn't sound insulting. That's not what I mean. But to me, it's the first real women's match in this women's evolution. That I think yes, this is a WWE storyline. You know, this it doesn't matter that it's women or men or any, it does matter that it's women because obviously if they main event WrestleMania, that will be huge. But it's just a good storyline. It's not a good storyline yeah. for women in WWE. It's a good storyline whether you're looking at men or New Japan or Ring of Honor or whatever. It just works because the people playing the roles, what they're doing outside of the bubble, uh, and the things they're saying to each other. It, yeah, I, I agree. It's yeah, it's just a good storyline. It's not uh, it's not that uh, stereotypical woman storyline uh, where things are not as you know, they're kind of not as uh, as visceral as as this one is. This this could be they could repeat the same storyline with two completely different people in five years, and, and it would still be just as good. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. So also, going back to the changes that we have seen, it does look like there has been a shift for a reason, because not only is it apparent, again, all apparently, allegedly, rumours, murmurings, is it going to be Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte? Charlotte. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. But the shifting around was also apparently because at WrestleMania, we're going to get Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. And that's why they held it off. Now, I'm all right about that. I think... Because I was thinking the other day, I was trying to book the WrestleMania card. 
Because usually around this time we have an idea. And I thought, I have no clue. But if Brock yeah. Lesnar's going to fight anybody, I love what they did last year at Survivor Series. I thought it was great. And if you put that on an even bigger stage and let them kind of go a bit crazy and Brock Lesnar's into it, I think that could be absolutely... If my last two matches of WrestleMania 35 are Brock versus AJ and then Becky versus Ronda, I'm having a good time, man, even though at, the, at that point would be like eight hours into the show. <laughs> Yeah, you know that that actually sounds like a like good matches back to back. And it, if they're going to build to AJ versus Brock Lesnar, that'd be uh, that'd be really good. I didn't see that at all, but uh, yeah, for a WrestleMania match and and to get AJ finally in a kind of top end WrestleMania match would be uh, would be a, a nice bonus as well. Yeah, especially because of course he'd have to make the jump to Raw, right? And you know what the best yeah. way to jump to Raw is win the Raw Rumble. You win the yeah. Royal Rumble and you say, look, I don't want a title match. Or maybe Brock Lesnar's still the champ. Let's just say that. Brock Lesnar's probably still be the champ. Of course he is. So you say, I want to I, screw the Shackdown champion. Not only do I want my match against Brock that I never got, but I'm heading over to Raw. We shift the card around. We shift the deck. I think AJ Styles would actually benefit from making the leap across. It would make Raw more interesting. You could push somebody back across the other side. To me, if all this happens, I think at the perfect time, WWE starts to get more exciting again. Yeah, I think so. I think that would uh, that would actually work for, uh, quite well. I, I, honestly, yeah, I, I, I have nothing to <laughs> nothing to complain about there. So. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I think I think they've stumbled across gold. I really, really do. I, actually, I did literally did a what culture video for that. It went up about three hours ago called "While I Think This Is the Perfect Accident." You know, I, I think Becky Lynch missing Survivor Series, while it sucks at the moment, is going to light up her career and maybe you know all the other things that are in flux at the moment. Oh, I, I, I can't wait. I genuinely can't wait. I'm excited. I mean, I'm sure in six yeah. months we'll have a chat and be like, oh, man, they ruined it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, if that happens, that happens. Right now, it does make, yeah. me, uh, it does make me feel good. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so we'll, see. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, let, let's go through the Survivor Series card just quickly because, I mean, I did do sure. some quick predictions on Wednesday. Uh, again, you can go on what code you get more predictions. We'll just run through the card just so that uh, if it's the first time you've, uh, you've caught any of my predictions and Dan's as well, uh, we've wrapped that up here. So Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, I picked Buddy Murphy. I think Mustafa Ali is great. I put him on Raw and SmackDown. He's so good. But I don't see the point in having Buddy Murphy win a title in his hometown then a month later taking it back off of him. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I haven't really been following 205 Live, and I I probably should, but there's so much content right now, it's hard. I've, oh, I've yeah, been no, definitely. halfway man. getting into uh, the UK uh, NXT as well. So, yeah, I, I, I really got to start kind of poking in on 205 Live because I hear good things. But, yeah, and Buddy Murphy had that uh, really good match with the uh, – at the Super Showdown, I, I can't remember, blanking on the name, but the, this this should be a good match. It's probably going to be on the pre-show, but it should be still a pretty good match. I agree, yeah. What about the other pre-show match? Obviously, it's the most ridiculous Survivor Series team ever. Take a deep breath. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable the, with the Revival, with the B Team, with Lucha House Party, going oh, and the Ascension, sorry, going against the Usos, the New Day, Sanity, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, and the Colognes. I'll let you go okay. first. <laughs> Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. It, it, Nobody cares. Yeah, and they they basically proven that all these teams are jobber teams, except maybe the Usos. Other other than that, everybody's been treated like so poorly. So I'll, I'll say SmackDown wins that one because I think they got a little bit more star power. Oh, they got the New Day on that side too. Yeah, and I think so but too. But the Raw side has no star power at all. Which they ruined. You tell me, because I yeah. got a lot of flack for that saying, Simon, you're so mean. Like, I was, I can't have been the only person to think that 
Battle Royal on Raw, which we did twice, was an utter waste of everybody's time. Like, and I'm the most positive man ever. And even I thought it was boring. Like, it's just like, what am I doing? So you had 10 guys in the ring, and they all got beat up by one guy. They got beat up by one guy. Yeah, and they're meant to be the top tag teams on Raw. Yeah, and this is, yeah, and they just all look like chumps. (laughs) They did look like chumps, it's true. Yeah. Dear, so weird. What a weird whole thing that was. Uh, AOP versus the bar. Uh, I'd go with the AOP just because I don't think the bar at this stage. Well, I'm not saying they haven't got anything else to offer. That's a bit mean, but you know what I mean. It doesn't matter if they win or lose. They're the bar. They're Seamus and Cesaro. They're fine. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. I I, I say the AOP as well. They they kind of need the the win over a big team. They haven't really beat anybody uh, so far. So I mean, they got the they won the. The belts against Seth Rollins by himself. So, yeah, I think I think they need this. They need the win more. So I would go with the AP, AOP as well. Why weren't they on Raw, my friend? Answer me this. Uh, I I don't know. It's, maybe they I don't know. Maybe they had a dinner date with Shinsuke Nakamura. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they went to the why weren't they put us on our shows? But yeah. we're but we're champions dinner. So yeah. weird. So weird. So weird. Um. Other Survivor Series match, uh, Team Raw, Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina, Natalia, Ruby Wright, going against Team SmackDown, Carmella, Naomi, Sonny Deville, Oscar, and what is interesting, to be announced. We don't know who that is at the moment, because obviously it's meant to be Charlotte, so that is quite interesting. Yeah, so that, that, that'll be interesting. We'll see who, uh, who the extra person is. Um, I, think I'm, I think I'm leaning on Raw on this side. Uh, I, I actually like what they did with, with Bailey and... Uh, and Sasha Banks having that match and then picking somebody else. I, I thought that's a perfect Alexa bliss thing to do is just have them come out, beat the crap out of each other go, yeah, I don't want either of you and bring in, bring out Ruby riot. I get the whole thing with Natalia doesn't make sense, but no. I don't know. To me that, that that's kind of a, a heelish move to do have two people just fight to be on the team and then not pick them anyway. I agree with I you. I, I yeah. would prefer it if the match had been a bit shorter. I kind of felt like I'd wasted my time a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, I'll I'll lean towards Raw and I'm, uh, maybe make a prediction for the SmackDown person. So it could be maybe a Shayna Baszler. I'd be up maybe for that. somebody maybe somebody else from Egg. Ed- well, it could be uh, it could also be like a Nikki Cross would make sense since she was on uh, on SmackDown a, a couple weeks ago. So I would like to see Kyrie saying get called up. Although I say that, she'll just get lost in the shuffle anyway. So what, what difference yeah, does it make? Yeah, that, I don't know. I, I don't like Kyra Sane's gimmick. I like her as a, as a, as a wrestler. The gimmick is so stupid. You, you don't like her being a pirate, Dad. <laughs> I don't like her being a pirate. It's, just, it's such a silly gimmick, but she's so, she's so good to watch. But that makes I me laugh. I just kind of ignore the whole pirate thing. She, she's one of my favorite wrestlers because if, if I remember watching wrestling and somebody comes in that doesn't watch wrestling, it's such an ordeal. It's like, is this woman a pirate? No, she just thinks she's a pirate. Is she keeping her title in a, in a, like a special chest? Yes. Why? Because she's a pirate. But you just said she wasn't a pirate. It's like, look, just watch it, all right? Just ignore it. You either get it or you don't get it. But leave me alone. Yeah. Oh, it makes me laugh. I, uh, who did I think was going to win? I think I said Team SmackDown as well, yeah. Uh, then we got the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Again, I've already mentioned I think Team SmackDown will win. But just because I, I've got Raw winning most of the... Um, uh, sorry, I think Team Raw is going to win because I've got SmackDown yeah. winning most of the other matches. That way it just balances out a little bit. Yeah, and I think that makes sense. Uh, I think with the uh, Braun 
the Braun storyline moving forward that that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna get to. They did this last year too. I think it was last year. They were the Raw was gonna win no matter if that match happened or not. So there's nothing really at stake on that part of it if it's like a head-to-head competition kind of thing. So. Yeah, well, I can't believe that there's more stakes for winning the Mixed Max Challenge than there is a Survivor Series match. <laughs> like, what, yeah. what is that about? I don't understand it at all. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of funny. So strange, but, so strange. Yeah, so I, I'll take Raw there as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then we've got Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm actually picking Shinsuke Nakamura because I think Dean Ambrose is getting involved here. Uh... Yeah, I could I could see that because Dean Ambrose isn't in, in the card elsewhere. Uh, yeah, and it'd be nice. They sh- they should have a good match. It should be at least fun to watch. Uh, I know I haven't seen a good Shinsuke match in a long time, but he's that's because he's, he's never on, he's never never on, on television. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't see something that doesn't exist. <laughs> you, have yeah. to, you actually have to have it to do it. Yeah, yeah but I, I I hope he wins, and I hope we use that as a as a getting on period. For, for actually, I mean, he's got to have a feud. Let him just come out on SmackDown the week, uh, the Tuesday after the Survivor Series. I beat Seth Rollins, I'm the best. And then you can have a feud with, oh, he needs to be a face, doesn't it? Oh, I don't know. Who's free at the moment? I don't care. Anybody. Just put anybody with him. Like, move Apollo <laughs> Crews across. I don't care. Just put him in a flipping feud. Yeah. So, so strange. Uh, and then look, actually, no, we'll do it the other way around. Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. Actually, the first thing I want to ask you is, what did you think about Bri- Daniel Bryan's turn? I'm now seeing a lot of sort of, you know, the dust has settled and people are calming down from the initial shock of it. A lot of people say they didn't actually like the term because they think it's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm not a big fan of, of uh, little guy heels. It's just, but we'll, we'll see what uh, Dana Bryan does with it. Uh, but yeah, I found, I found it uh, a, a little strange. Uh, but yeah, I get, I get where people, some people have come from and said that, it, like his big moment of the comeback kind of moment got ruined, but I don't think I was surprised that he actually put the title on at all. To be honest, I didn't think he was ever going to kind of get to that level again, just because there's so much, um, it, he's kind of teetering on, on like one more concussion kind of thing. And, and he's out. Uh, so that's, that's kind of a, the type of person you generally don't see the title on is because you worry about that kind of thing. But the, I mean, the turn itself was fine. I know he did the uh, the the Shinsuke Nakamura dick kick city thing. So, <laughs> do you, but that was that was kind of interesting. Do you think they rushed the story too much, given about his comeback and all of that? Uh, yeah. I well, it, yeah. It kind of came out of nowhere. There was no like slow burn to it. Uh, usually with a heel turn, especially like it, I could see him doing like a almost like a Johnny Gargano type turn where he, he goes to darker, darker places to try to get one over on AJ Styles. And then that it makes sense a little bit more. Yeah. But this one kind of came out of nowhere. Like when he came out and said, say my name again, it's like, what? That, yeah, that, that was, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that was a bit weird. Although uh, Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer had a good point. He, I mean, I didn't pick up on it, and he says that he did. He thinks that Daniel Bryan's been acting a bit nutty for a while. He did have some good examples. So maybe this was being teased, but maybe they didn't just tease it in the right way. I don't know. Yeah, uh, maybe it was way too subtle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Usually we're used to sort of being beaten over the head with these storylines, but this time we, yeah. we didn't get it. I mean, I... I, I again, I, I, I will. Given we're in the official setting, I just think Daniel Bryan winning makes so much more sense. I don't think it changes if Brock Lesnar wins or not. Again, that Roman Reigns thing is done. That was the reason to keep him so strong. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm going to still stick with with uh, Brock on this one. It's because yeah. you're a smart man. I'll, I'll regret yeah. this later. I'll regret this later. <laughs> and of course, uh, I don't think it'll be the main event, but it could be, I guess. I mean, one of these two will. Uh, yeah, Becky Lynch versus Becky Lynch. Simon Miller, your brain. Charlotte versus <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Now, I actually, I'll let you go first because I'd be more intrigued to see what you say. Yeah, I, I think I think Ronda's winning this match. Uh, I thought before she was going to win. Uh, against Becky, but I thought they might do like a, a double DQ type finish or, or something like that. Uh, but I think with the switch and building to, they're going to build to Becky Ronda at WrestleMania. You keep Ronda strong and beat the, the biggest rival. It, it should be good, but I, I, I still think, I think Ronda's winning. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree too. I think they may have so much. Again, Charlotte has lost before. Uh, Ronda Rousey hasn't. And my hope now, given everything that happened, is that Ronda Rousey's first loss comes against Becky Lynch. At WrestleMania, yeah. I, I I understand that Ronda Rousey's Ronda Rousey, but that is my point. She's Ronda flipping Rousey. Uh, she can she can she she can lose. She's a celebrity. Whereas if you allow Becky Lynch to win that match, I think you've made a superstar for life. I really do, especially if it is the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah, I think so too. I think that would be the the story to build to. Is having having Becky Lynch be the be the one who beats Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I, but I hope it happens. There you go. Survivor Series airs in a couple of days' time on the WWE Network, and then we'll get all the fallout as well. And of course, we've got NXT on Saturday as well. But uh, well, I mean, we could talk about it. Got anything you want to say about NXT, Dan? I think I've got it all right. out of my system now. Yeah, no, NXT is the show that I'm looking forward to this weekend. Hundred uh, percent. I think that's that's going to be. And there's only four matches on that show. I tried to say four matches. Five. Well, there is a fifth match. They are going to do Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono, but I think that's being filmed for television. Yeah, or at that's, least that's television. what I was told. Yeah, yeah, because they said they said next week, so that's that's a TV match. Because they do the they do the TV tapings before the that's right. Reviews. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, but I like it. I, I I think that it makes it more exciting. It makes it feel different. If it does go two hours, I, I imagine there's going to be some kind of angle during the event as well but uh, i'm all right with that man it makes it feel unique and i think that's really important especially today all resting pay-per-views feel the same i, I really do think it could be something good yeah yeah, yeah me too and, and the funny thing is the match i'm least looking forward to on that is uh, velveteen dream versus uh champa yeah no you're right right because everything else is just so good everything else is so good uh, that's going to be really good too but it just hasn't had the same i don't know like, dream seems like a weird fit for that spot because champ is like this vile heel and dream is kind of in this tweener thing right now he's really more heel than than face he's not a pure baby face so but it, it should be an interesting match anyway oh, I mean, yeah. just everybody on that card is so good so and the war games thing as well i think war games is probably oh. going to be the best thing of the weekend yeah that's going to be amazing those four guys are just gonna <laughs> just gonna lay it out there oh man uh, yeah absolutely they'll, they'll want everyone to be talking about them yeah yeah, I, I, I see that. I'm, I'm looking forward to Gar- Gargano and and uh, Alistair Black as well. I think that's going to be really good. Uh, I've kind of liked the way they've, they've turned Johnny a little bit, uh, and it's uh, it should be a really good, uh, really good match. But I think Alistair ends up winning that. Unless there's maybe there's some kind of – maybe um, Candice LeRae gets involved and helps Johnny win. I can see that happening too. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. I agree with you. And I think it's going to yeah. be a great, a great show. And for everybody that asked, yes, 
we will be doing ups and downs for NXT TakeOver. We always do NXT. People seem to forget so quickly. We will do it. We did it last year. Uh, I say earlier in the year. We always do. NXT TakeOver's always get up and down. So you don't, have to, um, you don't have to worry about that. I promise you, you'll be, getting, uh, you'll be getting your fix. And then the weird thing is we come out of all of this and we're almost into like, this brand new world <laughs> where it's like, well, yeah. what, what do we do now? Where, where do we shape up? And we're going to head to TLC. And then we're at the Royal Rumble. I mean, it's going to come around very quickly. I mean, I cannot believe we're almost at the end of 2018. That seems absolutely crazy to me. I mean, is there anything you'd want to see? I mean, because ha- I know we said it a lot, but we have, we have had a paradigm shift here. Uh, I'm hoping we do something on Raw to match up to what we did uh, on SmackDown, because SmackDown feels really exciting. But what do you want to see yeah. coming out the other end? I mean, it's, yeah, like, do you have any expectations or any hopes? Or do you think in a week's time, if we had this same conversation, we'd be like, oh, we've kind of gone back to where yeah. it was? I know. I, the, the thing I'm looking forward to, and they've kind of teased this a lot, is the, uh, the Four Horsewomen feud. We have teased looking, that a lot. I've been looking forward to that kind of starting and it kind of fantasy booked it in my head a little bit and it's it's changed a bit because the, the dynamics have changed but uh but yeah I've, I've been looking forward to that kind of coming i can see that playing into wrestlemania as well so where you have basically the the idea i was having was shana baszler and and the other two girls and i always forget their names uh but they come on as, and they start kind of doing the shield thing and start attacking some of the women and eventually they uh, they kind of run into Ronda Rousey. So they're attacking women on both shows. They run into Ronda Rousey, and Ronda's like, hey, what are you doing? And Shayna's like, hey, we should be taking over. Uh, we're better than them, blah, 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 blah. So And then you get – so eventually they, they go after Charlotte. And, uh, and then Ronda Rousey comes out and does that, that thing where the friends – you always push your friends away and then attacks – Charlotte, and there you get the four horsemen of, of MMA forming, and then the idea behind the next part is Charlotte needs to now go to her four horsewomen, who she's managed to piss off over the last two years, and try to convince them to help her uh, in this feud against these other women. And there's there's like good storyline reasons for uh, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and uh, Becky Lynch to not join Charlotte Flair because they've had their issues. Charlotte has not been kind to them in in the past. So, so it almost like a Charlotte redemption tour. Uh, so where they book basically a, a four on one match where Charlotte's trying to get them on board. They don't come. Charlotte goes out valiantly fights off these four MMA girls is getting her butt kicked. Uh, but maybe gives some kind of a impassioned speech before going out about how it's about WWE versus MMA kind of thing. And eventually the, the other four women join her and then you have your four on four feud and that kind of culminates into WrestleMania where I would have the MMA women winning all the matches up until WrestleMania. And then you have Becky Lynch kind of breaking through and winning that first big match against Ronda. And then the tide shifts. I don't know. What do you think about that? I do. I think you just booked a very good few months in wrestling. (laughs) I don't think anybody would be too adverse if that was the direction they went in. I think it would. uh, It it gives you a storyline that a lot of people have wanted to see for a long time. Uh, It it makes use of all these people in new feuds, especially people like Sasha Banks and Bailey, who at the moment are kind of yeah a bit lost. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, And yeah, and then and ultimately. 
Uh, what I really like about that is that we go into WrestleMania with a proper structure for all of this, and it's not just thrown together matches. Like, I think that's really, really important. I kind of think we, we, we have moved away from that a little bit um, in recent times. So, yeah, I, I like all of it. I think you could start that at the Royal Rumble. I think you can have fun with it there. Don't forget, we've got a women's Royal Rumble this year, so maybe you can call someone like Shayna Baszler up to win that. I don't know. Um, it all depends on what they want to you know, do and who's the champions and what's happening with Becky yeah. Lynch and Ronda Rousey, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's loads of different ways you can go, but I would like to see something like that happen. I would like to see the Royal Rumble tie into it because through no fault of her own, you know, Oscar being the first ever women's Royal Rumble winner kind of got, the, 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 the waters got so muddied because of the way they treated her afterwards. Like, it didn't really benefit her at all. You know, she went yeah. on to WrestleMania. She lost her, she, she, you know, she lost her, um, uh, her, her defeated streak. And that all started because she won the Rumble. So I'm hoping whoever gets it next gets a proper, you know, a proper push into WrestleMania and then wins a title, depending what happens with Ronda and Becky, because obviously they could both still be the champions. And maybe Becky Lynch wins the Rumble. And maybe that's how she goes. Now I'm coming after you, Ronda. You know, you just don't know. And that would be cool as well. Are you kidding me? If Becky Lynch is the SmackDown Women's Champion and then she wins a match which is meant to be, you know, to fake the ch- face the champion and she wins it, I'm sorry, man. Then I'll actually maybe start going, well, that is a little bit Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, yeah, yeah. Like just, just, I could see Austin doing something like that back in the day. So yeah, I think it's an exciting time. And this is what I mean about, maybe it did kickstart by Evolution. I don't know. But this is what I mean by right now, women's wrestling in WWE, uh, in terms of the hot storylines, it's more interesting than men. And I think there's more potential there, given all the stuff you've just said. Again, I don't actually like saying that because I don't mean it in a disparaging way. It's just not what we're used to seeing. In the WWE, it's been a very, very, you know, man-oriented sport for years. Yeah, I, I, I agree, and I think they, uh, I think they need to, to kind of push the other, the other people a little bit more. There's, the, the biggest problem is, and as much TV time as they have, they don't have enough TV time for. They almost need a separate woman's show, and which, I don't know, maybe uh, may be a bad thing, but it may end up being a, a good thing as well. Uh, if they have an hour or a two-hour show or an hour and a half show on the network, uh, just just for the the women feuds and and all that, and then bring them into the pay-per-views, uh, or have their own pay-per-views, maybe three or four times a year, uh, this, the way NXT does and builds yeah. up uh, over a longer period, because they've got a big enough roster where they could they could have a show, uh, a weekly show, and there's just not enough space on the on the other. I don't know, they got five hours of TV, but they generally get, what, two segments a show, would you say? I, I think mean, so. You do the ups and downs, you, yeah, you know. No, yeah, you're right. And usually all the women yeah. get thrown into one segment, right? Which is, yeah. which, which is never good. I mean, it never works. No one ever enjoys that, I don't think, anyway. No. Uh, I, I like the idea of more women's pay-per-views. The reason I don't necessarily want them to have their own show is because I don't think WWE will be able to sustain it. I think they'll run out of ideas too quickly, and that will... I, I'd much rather see the men and women fighting for TV time on Raw and SmackDown. I think it'd make a better show. I think it'd make it more interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll have to have to do a few more cuts, and you know, I don't know. There's lots of people we don't get to see. And we, I mean, we're talking about like Shinsuke not getting time, and there's probably a, uh, another ten people who see uh, an not getting time. There's lots of lots of people who don't get time who we want to see, and then we're talking about also on the women's side that we don't get to see. It's like there's so many people that you want to see, and maybe they should do a little bit more. Um, these people are out this week, but. Then the other group is in this this week, and they kind of do a little bit of a slower burn on some of these things. A little more like the the way NXT is structured. You see the yeah, the yeah. you see the some people in on one week, and then the next two weeks you don't really see them, or they'll do little. 
like five minute or five minute, uh, 30 second little interviews or, or vignettes or something like that, that just tie in between the matches and stuff and just keep the storylines going. Yeah, no, dude, I totally agree. I think that's something they can absolutely try and latch onto uh, as and when they can. And I think they're in a good position to do it now. I think, you know, it's good that there's people fighting to get on TV. I just think now is the time to try and use them as best possible. And, you know, especially guys like, you know, I mean, Rusev and Aiden English have vanished off TV. We talked about Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode are just in absolutely no man's land. Jinder Mahal. I mean, I did enjoy Jinder Mahal and Singh being up by the... By the uh, by Brock Lesnar, but it doesn't mean we can't come up with better ways to use them. I mean, Heath Slater and Raw, at Raw, Heath Slater and Rhino were on Raw this week. I was like, where the hell have you been? Like, why, <laughs> why are you guys back? What is going on? Yeah. Sorry, yeah there's all kinds of those, like the, the tag teams, we don't, they don't use the tag teams too much. So there's lots of people that just don't get any time. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know the answer. No, no, no. You, you and me both, dude. Yeah. It's it's either you get more TV time and it's like I'm already watching seven hours of <laughs> of WWE a week and it's 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 a lot. It really is, which is why as well I think it, 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 it's quite good at the moment because mm. uh, how, how do I, how do I mean to phrase this? But I, I don't I just think because there is so much TV time. I feel like we've got loads of stories to tell at the moment. Like we've got the push of Drew McIntyre, which I am interested in. We've got all the stuff with yeah. Braun Strowman, which I, I I thought they did well on on Raw with her, him and Stephanie. It did it did pique my interest. Uh, you've got the Kurt Angle storyline, which I didn't necessarily like, but you can still tell it and hopefully tell it a bit better than you have. Obviously, Becky Lynch. I like Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. If Nakamura can actually get in a feud, I think you could do something well there. We do need to boost up the tag team division, but if you, took, you know, take a good focus on it, that would rock as well. I don't like Tamina and Nia Jax. Not trying to be horrible. I just hate that team. I think it adds nothing to anything. But you know, there is a lot of good things in place. We just need to pull the trigger as and when it makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's, uh, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I think with with Nia Jax and Tamina, they're just big, so it's an easy it's an easy group to get over. You don't have to do any like there's no work that needs to be done when you have a have larger people than than the rest of the roster. It's uh, and you were talking to the the guy last week about about the larger wrestlers versus smaller wrestlers. I think it's it's simple if you think about it. If you're coming into a wrestling and as a as a non-fan, you see Braun Strowman on one side and Finn Balor on the other side, and it, and you ask like, who's going to win that match? It's like ninety percent of people are going to say Braun Strowman's going to win that match. Yeah. If you don't know any better, because it's easy to see big guy. It takes a longer to build up a a smaller person to to the point of uh, like it took like Daniel Bryan years to to be credible, or Rey Mysterio took probably a decade to be a credible heavyweight. Uh, in to the point of what you bring out like a Braun Strowman, that you can have that guy win the win the world title in in the first three months he's in the company. Yeah, no, because there's there's nothing to tell. It's like oh, big guy, easy. Undertaker when he when he uh, got introduced, nobody knew who he was. Hey, look at this big guy! Wow, big guy, over instantly. It's easy. I agree, man. You, you, yeah. you, talk, you talk a lot of sense. Um, and I, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen with Braun. I don't necessarily think he... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the future is. That's all I'll say. Maybe he's not yeah. going to turn out to be the, the monster among men <laughs> that we thought he was going to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I think if they wanted to put the title on him, they would have, uh, they would have done it in, in the, uh, at the Crown Jewel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah I, I think he will win the title, but 
I don't know. I just got a funny feeling in my stomach. But I'll, I'll, I'll run with that yeah. and I'll, I'll see where I get to. I'll, I'll, I'll see where I end up. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about, man, before we start rounding things up? Uh, no, I think, I think I'm good. We're coming up to that hour and I probably have to get back to work. So well, that's what I thought. That's <laughs> it. Dan is such a hero, ladies and gentlemen. He does these at work. Like, and so yeah, make sure you all go give it up for Dan, the, the, the hero of the day. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you'd like to pimp out, promote? I always never have to, but I like to give everybody an option, uh, before, before we go. Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm on the, uh, I'm on the Facebook group. So if anybody wants to, uh, follow up with me, just, Dan Richards in the Facebook group. If you want to uh, chat about anything or disagree with me on anything or, or just give me a high five, whatever. Yeah, just, do it. Uh, I, I just come on to the group and I'll, uh, I'll interact. I don't, I don't interact as much as some others, but uh, I do, I do pop in there once in a while. I think everybody should, should go do it. Chat. Everyone should go join the Facebook group as well. You just go to Facebook. You search for Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. It is such a wonderful community. Like, it, yeah. it, it really, really is. Like, I, I don't post in there as much as I want, apart from when I ask for the Q&A and stuff like that. But I do get in there when I can. And it's just, it's, it makes me so happy that the community we've cultivated here is just lovely people. It makes me, it makes me really pleased because sometimes people say that's not the case when it comes to wrestling fans. And I will say, yeah, well, I disagree. Come look at all of this. Uh, yeah, Dan, that group is good. It is good. Everyone yeah. go check it out. Dan, thank you so much again for your time, man. It's always a joy to chat to you. And uh, we'll have to do it again as we lead up to WrestleMania, I think, because then we've got like a trifecta and we can see how much, uh, how much things have changed over this few months. Oh, for sure. Uh, I'm always willing. Just like I, like I told you in the uh, chat, just call me up, coach. Put me in. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, as always, if you want to come on Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast, you can. Head on over to patreon.com for Simon316. I genuinely do love talking to, uh, that sounds disrespectful, I don't mean that, but it's the best way to put it, random strangers about wrestling. But we're not strangers. We're all friends. We're all wrestling fans. We all come from this crazy community. And even if you can just give me a dollar, it makes all of this so much easier because obviously this is what I do. This is how I make my money. So um, yeah, anything I can get. It's nice. Money's a good thing, as I'm sure all of you know. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Simon316, youtube.com forward slash the Miller Report Rules. We mentioned the Facebook group. You're on iTunes. Give us five stars. Give us a review. Go share it with a friend. Go share it with two friends. And most importantly, as this is the last time I'll talk to you before Survivor Series, enjoy the pay-per-view. I don't think we're going to get something as crazy as this for a while. So try and ignore all the fuff and uh, enjoy the good bits. But either way, I'll talk to you next week. Take care and thanks for listening. Yeah.